Welsh Wizard has done it again. Tottenham 4, Leicester City 2 on decision day, last game of the season. And Tottenham actually exit the 2020-2021 season out with a win. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the United Spurs of America podcast. As always, your hosts, Michael Ramirez alongside Jacob Walraven. Hey, hey, hey. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, Jacob. All right. So Tottenham win the, the final game of what is probably the most disappointing season in recent years. Um, and it was, it was in a big way, four to two against Leicester city on the road at the King power stadium. Gareth Bale comes to the rescue, um, scoring Tottenham's last two goals to, to ultimately win the match. But, oh my God, man, what a way to end the season. Um, we'll get into the ups and downs of, of the actual match in a little bit, but your initial reactions, obviously, Bale was amazing. Kane wins golden boot. Just hang it in the Levere. Why don't you? I think that, um, man, just when I think about the game, it makes me very happy thinking about Gareth Bale doing Gareth Bale things. It makes me also very sad thinking about Gareth Bale leaving. Um, possibly. Possibly. Also, the starting 11, I had a lot of issues with today. Put me in a real bad mood. I'll say most of the game, I was I was not in a very good mood, uh, especially watching Matt Doughboy out there running around. Um, but, hey, we got the win. He did awful, but not as terrible as he could have done. He didn't score. He didn't you know, lose the game. He, he didn't score against Hugo. So I guess that's a, that's a dub. And that's a own. plus, right? Yeah. For our defenders these days, that's a win when you don't when, give up an own goal. When, when you don't have defense. one of your players shank it into the top bin. Arguably your best defender. <laughs> it, uh, I could get, I could get into it, but we can move on. Let's move yeah, on. We could definitely move on, but hey, positive vibes only, man, to be honest, like yes, a very good way to end the season, a very positive way to end the season after what's been such a frustrating last few weeks. Um, mm-hmm. Ever since we, we exited the Europa League, man, it's just gone nothing but downhill from there. Um, yeah, it's been a long season. Obviously ended it with a bang, ended it with a 4-2 W against Leicester. That's a good win, man. Um, we actually knocked them out of the Champions League <laughs> with I our saw. win against them. And we uh, actually helped Chelsea get fourth place and secure a Champions League spot um, for next season. Fuck them. You're welcome. It's weird, man. I, I know. I, I hate Chelsea, but it's just so funny to think that they had to rely on us today to get to the Champions League. And ultimately, we knocked Leicester City out of the Champions League spot, too. Um, but hey, you know what? Fuck them, dude. Honestly, I don't care. Like um, every one of these yeah. teams can fuck off. Like I hate every single one of these teams besides Tottenham and I, I and I hate Tottenham too, but you know, it is what it is. It's a love hate relationship. Really, really upset with Tottenham. I will say that, um, you know, strange way. I think the way last season ended, I felt so much better. I felt so much. It was promising, right? Like there was hope. We got Jose. We're going to sign some people. Things look good, man. And Steven Bergvine, I was real excited. Um, Him being up there with with Kane and Son and and Deli. And then things just kind of changed because, you know, personality clash with we can only presume is Deli Alley and Jose and and REA and all the people that I'm assuming Jose just kind of took shits on because they were probably lazy in practice or they were shit in a game. 
same thing Danny Rose was complaining about. Um, but at the end of the day, um, just just a great win. I think I think it was much needed. Good to go out on the season uh, on a high, especially if this is Harry Kane's last game. It's good to say yeah. he got a goal and an assist, right? So, but also kind of sad. Not gonna lie to you. Not gonna lie to you, Michael. Kind of sad. Um, no more Tottenham know, when... football. Yeah, it's like it's bittersweet because it's finally over. But then again, like you don't have anything to look forward to every single week. All um, we have now is MLS. Yeah, sadly. But so, um, anyways, you know, it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet at the end of the day. Um, obviously, I just I, I just want to know who our next manager is. And we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, your man of the match. Mine, mine's got to be Gareth Bale, the Welsh man. Gareth, um, he came it, on. It's, this and this just game is the game. This game is the perfect example of why you have Gareth Bale because he can literally turn something out of nothing. Like mm-hmm. if you think about it, two times. Like yeah, Kane did a good job of creating the goal, but Bale played Kane through initially. I think was it was it that play? I forget, but. Kane uh, rounds the keeper, Schmeichel, still doesn't have a good angle, passes it back to Bale, but, like, what a clinical finish, man. He could have easily have skied it. There, I, I guarantee you at least five other players on that pitch that were wearing white shirts today probably would have skied that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a beautiful finish. And then the second goal, literally, dude, just turned something out of nothing. He's just running running through the middle of the pitch, three, player, three Leicester City players surrounding him, on his way to goal and he just taps Beautiful. it in, d- dinks it off the bar and then, Aww. and then taps it in. Like, it's He's just man. ridiculous, man. This is why you signed Gareth Bale. And if I'm being honest, man, I'm going to be really sad if we don't re-sign him because I think we should, I, I, I think agree. we got to re-sign the man. I agree. Um, he's shown he deserves to be in the starting 11 week in and week out, to be honest. I mean, if it wasn't for fitness issues, he would be right now. Um, you 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 got to renew you, you got to renew the loan again you got you got to do it. What about um, Sergi? Sergio Arregio. Yeah, no, I mean we we have him. We have him on on a permanent deal. It's just that Real Madrid can buy him back if they want. Oh, they have the that, buyback clause. See, after two years, there's so many after different two, things at, that, that after are so two complicated years, about it. So like, there's this off season, and then after next off season. Real Madrid can't buy him back anymore. Like they would just have to pay like a normal fee. Okay. So that's, but that's cool. Speaking of Reggie, um, in the back line, another shit show today, man. Um, two pens given up. Mm-hmm. Sanchez, absolutely awful on the mm-hmm. second one. Toby, Toby responsible on the first one. Mm-hmm. <sighs> We've said it on the pod time and time again. This is the expectation until we buy a world class center back who's going to, get their shit together and get our shit together as a back line and as a defense. We um, already did. We already Joe did. Joe Roden? Yes, sir. Joe fucking Roden. He man. made what? Uh, his two-minute appearance oh, in the Ryan about, Mason era? Hey, that's the best way to end the game, in my opinion, with a little bit of Joe Roden. I mean, some Tonky would have been nice. Uh, but yeah, I think we already bought. I think Joe Roden... You put him in there and sign another large uh, center back with him. I think that that would work very nicely. Yeah. 
But uh, Sanchez and Doughboy, uh, obviously Doughboy gets the start today. Aurier and Tanganga out with injury. Um, so basically we had no other choice but to start the man. Um, I think I think the listeners, if you've, if you've listened since the beginning of the pod, you would know that we're not big fans of Doughboy, of Matt Daugherty, and particularly Jacob is not fond. Ever since, really since day one, because when he, he, when he found out that he was a former Arsenal fan, like... I knew that I dude was shit. It did it for me also, honestly. Like, I kind of despised him for it, but I didn't hate him. Mm-mm. But it, it just got to a point where his performances, man, were just... Seeing his doompy little face do the... With the yeah. And they played it up. I thought it was cheesy as hell from the club. I thought he looked lame as hell doing it. I thought, I was like, okay, this dude's a little bitch. Like, first of all, he's an Arsenal fan. I mean, enough said. I knew the guy was going to come in here and be a fucking doughboy. And yeah. I, I saw him in the first game, and I just remember being like, man, that dude's got a little gut. He looked a little doughboy, you know? It's oh, like, boy. I was like, this guy, I don't think he's going to be good. And, I mean, I appreciate him for one thing and one thing only, that he made Serge Aurier a little bit better of a player. A little bit more competent as a footballer. Other than that, his whole fake tough guy thing, I I don't buy it, bro. He's softer than dog water. Like, he's he's dookie, man. I, I, I could pull everything out of the book and throw at this man. Like, when I saw he was starting, I was like, okay fuck you ryan mason and then i saw winks was starting and i said yeah okay fuck you ryan mason and then i saw bergvine was starting and i said all right ryan mason <laughs> you're all right all right ryan mason. you're all right with me that's fine where's joe rodon he's on the bench okay that's a step that's a start you know that's it's a, a step, step in the right in the direction right. sanchez though sanchez awful man um can you believe that at one point he was our club record signing that's that there's not many things that'll make you real sad in life when it comes to uh another man's money but if davinson sanchez is your club record signing i think that that's that that, that'll make you pretty sad it's tongi and dombele now right what our largest signing yeah yeah he's our club record signing see i can live with that Cause that's he's a he's a bad man. Endom long shlong. He's a bad bad boy. So he is. Which you know where was where was he at? Where? Yeah, he was out with injury or not really injury. Apparently, he wasn't a hundred percent fit. He wasn't fit enough for the match. I don't know, man. Like he traveled with the team along with Gio, who was also out due to fitness. Um, I don't know, man. I'm not just, upset about not seeing Giovanni out there. I'll just put it that way. He's been fine. Yeah, he just hasn't been great. Like, we have yet to find a replacement for Erickson. That's the problem. You know who else I don't like? I'm just gonna be honest while we're while we're being honest. I don't like Joe Hart. Yeah, I don't like Joe Hart either. I, I think, think he's he looks a like a chode. City city scum, bro. Okay, so yeah, I don't I'm know much about the guy, but I just think he looks like one of those guys you want to slap around. Hey, you know, on the bright side um, of this match, um, going going back to the going back to the last game of the season, um, Kane obviously gets his goal, wins Golden Boot, um, and also the Playmaker Award for the most assists in the season as well. Um, how this man did not win PFA Player of the Year, Player of the Season, is beyond me. You, he literally had the most goals. 
and the most assists in the league, in the Premier League, and he didn't win PFA Player of the Year. How many times did he score fucking cock rockets in the Europas and the FAs and the career bows and the come on now? This man's the baddest dude on the planet. Dude, <sighs> it's ridiculous. It the because it makes the me agenda, sad. the agenda against Spurs and like Harry Kane is ridiculous, dude. Watch, he's gonna sign somewhere and they're gonna love him so much because he's somewhere. Oh, else. yeah, they're gonna worship not- him. And then if he goes to City or like, yeah, one of the big the big big clubs like United or City, um, everyone's gonna be like, oh yeah, best striker in the in the league. I bet um, he's gonna go best to striker City. in the world. I'm gonna put that on record. If he stays in the if he stays in the Premiership, I'm gonna say he goes to City. I think he's going to City too. Who has the enough money to get Daniel Levy to you know? <laughs> Apparently, so. I saw reports that Chelsea were planning a bid plus Tammy Abraham and. Was it Keppa? I, I saw it was like two or three players, and like, and I was like, "Get the fuck out of here, dude!" You think I want Tammy Abraham leading the line? He can't even get a start in front of uh, Timo Werner. You want an Xbox? Who's allergic to the back of the net? You want an Xbox three hundred and sixty for that PS five yeah, that you got? For real, dude. It's, it's got ridiculous. a bunch of games. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, man, he wins Golden Boot, finishes the season with twenty three goals. Um, not his career high, but obviously enough to win um, the top goal scorer in the league. Uh, there was a moment after the full-time whistle, um, Son, Kane, and Delhi embracing at midfield for a, a pretty lengthy hug. They were uh, talking about something. Their mouths were covered. They they did it smartly to where everything was kind of covered up so no one could see what they were talking about. But um, I couldn't help but but think that it was kind of Son and Delhi's kind of like goodbye to, to Harry, kind of like, you know, thank you for everything. Yeah. yeah, it's it's been a pleasure getting to to play alongside you and we wish you nothing but the best. Yeah. It's, I, that's what it looked like, man. Honestly, I saw that uh, Harry Kane's wife posted on her Instagram story. Um, I saw this on Twitter credit to whoever it was. Um, I saw <laughs> to that whoever it was, <laughs> whoever. by the way, thanks for the, thanks for the source. Yeah. Um, they took a photo of, uh, her Instagram story and it was like her taking a photo of the TV while that moment was happening and she had some emojis of like crying like yeah, she kind of like a goodbye I also saw something on Twitter credit to whoever else the fuck it was uh, I- we're gonna add a list of your sources to whoever the fuck it was <laughs> whoever you are out there appreciate that um, but I also saw on Twitter it was like Harry it was it was that it was Harry Kane's wife's brother. So Harry Kane's brother-in-law basically yeah. talking shit back to someone on Twitter being like, that's why he wants to leave his boy town club and all that shit. Like, yeah, come on, man. Come on. So the, I think he's leaving, but the one slight hope that I have is now coming from the fact that Gary Neville said on his, he was talking today about his interview that released yesterday on Harry Kane or a few days ago, whenever it was, um, where Harry Kane basically said, like, you know, I want to contend for trophies. Like, it's, you know, I don't want to have any regrets. He was basically talking about basically he wants to leave. He said and, that last year, too, by the way. And Gary Neville uh, said today that he was like, in no point during my interview did he say that he wanted to leave Tottenham. Like, he was... There could, he could have just been, you know, challenging Daniel Levy to 
to say, hey, it's time to spend some money. It's time to give me some help and it's time to contend for these trophies that I'm ambitious to win. That's one of the only reasons why I'm slightly hopeful that he might not be leaving. I don't know, man. Like everything felt so emotional um, after the Villa game and after the hug at midfield. It's just it's, it's trending. And it's it just, trending yeah, in a it's certain trending direction. In, a, in the wrong direction. Um, Bale said after the game that he once came to stay and that the team once came to stay. Um, well, no doubt. And, and uh, coming into a segue on Mr. Gareth Bale, um, he also said he's decided his future, but won't tell what it is until after the Euros are over. Why has he got to give me blue balls for that? I know, long? for real. Um, he fuck? says he doesn't want to say it now because it'll, quote unquote, create chaos. So I don't think that create chaos bodes well for us. Because if like it wouldn't really create chaos if he just said he was returning. He's already on our team. You know what I mean? Like we do have the first option to buy him back. What if it's some crazy shit like him and Kane are going to go to United? Real Madrid. I don't think... Honestly, I think it's either Tottenham or Real Madrid. And the reason why, like, I think it might be Real Madrid is because if he says it's going to create chaos, I think Zidane, or excuse me, Zinedine Zidane, I think he's leaving Real Madrid. And I think they're going to get a new manager. And I think Bale wants to play under this new manager. I think he knows who the new manager is going to be. That's just my, like out there conspiracy theory that's interesting that's highly i think that he knows who's going to be the next manager he's already talked to him and they've already discussed that he's going to start playing once again at real madrid but who knows we'll see hey then another vinicius jr will back up harry kane that's that's imagine harry kane goes to real madrid that would create chaos i'd be upset i feel all alone over here with young Min's son and maybe not even Delhi. We'll see. I think Delhi Alley's coming back. I unless think- we unless we sell him, I think he wants to stay. Honestly, which you you know how I feel about Delhi Alley. I love Delhi Alley. Yeah, I would do anything for Delhi Alley. I bet you would. Um, speaking of the new manager and like who's coming through and and kind of like the rumors surrounding not only Real Madrid, but us as well. Um, apparently, according to Alice Dare Gold on Twitter, shout out Ali Gold. Um, Ali, if you happen to be listening to this pod, shout out you, bro. You're a legend. Um, he said, apparently, according to football.london, that um, the Spurs targeted number one candidate for the manager position has already been identified. And they're going to be negotiating or trying to negotiate with him within the next few days. They said that they're anticipating, hopefully, to announce them in seven to ten days. So that's obviously within the next week or so. Um, it's coming up soon. I am very, very excited to see who it is. And I think I've said it on the pod before. I'm pretty sure I have. I want Eric Ten Hag from Ajax, personally. I love the way they play football. Um, we saw it firsthand in the champions league semifinal, how good they can be. Um, but yeah, I, I want Eric Ten Hag. I don't know about you, Jacob, if you've got any names lined up in your opinion, but 
Um, no. That's that's who I want. Um, I think it would be interesting if we were to get him. Uh, I think it'd be a fun little. I, I hope someone can capture the moment him and Lucas Mora have a hello, how you doing? Because I think that remember would be... me. <laughs> oh, you know he remembers. Come on, you, know, you remember me? I knocked you out of the Champions League semifinal with, with a hat trick, fucking hat with a one half hat trick, second <laughs> half hat trick. Uh just shit it on. He's like, <laughs> they subbed on who? Good times. Uh, anyway, so I think that would be a strong signing. I try not to, you know, you ask me if I have any names lined up. Like, I could tell you coaches I like, but I just don't know if it's realistic or uh, a possibility. And when it comes to. We know to- we're not getting Nuno Santos, um, who just managed his last game for Wolves today. Where's he going? They announced that he wasn't in the running i don't know i don't think he's got anything lined up right now i mean i like i I don't want him because he's uh he's got a similar style to Mourinho, and i'm just tired of seeing that bro i need attacking style football back in my life if nuno brings a domitriore with him i'm all for it um or if just a domitriore comes i'm all for it um i think uh you know when everyone was talking about the Leicester coach coming, Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. Whenever everyone was talking about that guy, I kind of was like, I'd like he... Brendan Rodgers to be honest, but he's not leaving Leicester. He's already said he's not, but why would he? Him, seeing him on the sidelines? He just you know, won the FA Cup and, well, they were in the top four, but they have European football next season, you know? They were there for the most amount of days out of any other club in the top this, four. Yeah. That's insane. And they didn't, and they didn't make Champions League, sadly, because Gareth Bale came and showed them what's rocking under them sockings. Come on, uh, what, what were we even talking about? We were talking about the next somehow, manager, my friend. Somehow, just comes back to Gareth Bale, my friend. Come on, uh, yeah. Um, obviously, um, since it was the last game of the season, now all eyes are on the Euros coming up in a few weeks. Um, I know Gareth Bale certainly looking, dude. I'm I'm so excited for these Euros, man. Gareth Bale on Wales. Um, obviously Harry Kane. I'm gonna be representing on England. Um, hopefully he wins the Golden Boot there, and I, I hope England take it home, bro. Honestly, at this point, are the Netherlands? I'm at a in point it? in my fandom where I'm just like, I just want to see Harry Kane win everything. I want to see him win the Euros. I want to see him win the World Cup. Um, I mean, obviously if Mexico or the USA aren't in it, which is pretty much impossible, but you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I-, I would want to see him obviously win the world cup. And then if he goes to city, it is what it is. He's probably going to win the league. I'm going to be happy for him. Um, but yeah, man, I'm excited. France is going to be good again this year. Um, Germany's on the come up again. The Netherlands are good again. Um, there's going to be a lot of good teams participating. That's gonna kind of, be exciting. I'm kind of upset that uh, Zlatan picked up an injury. He's not going to be with the Sweden national team. I saw. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, That's unfortunate. His, uh, knee injury, right, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um. So before we wrap up the pod, do you want to go ahead and give uh some season awards? Our first ever United Spurs of America's end of season awards. Dun, 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 dun. So um, I was thinking. Obviously, let's just make like a. An, an annual thing we're at the end of the season since the Tottenham Hotspur supporters trust gets to reward the players with some awards. Why not us on the pod? Mm-hmm. Um, pl- 
player of the season. I'm gonna put you on the spot, bro. But I think it's it's really only one player. Harry Kane. It's got to be Harry. I mean, um, most goals, most assists, biggest cock. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Was it ever in doubt? It's never in doubt. Well, it's uh, well. If, in I, doubt. if I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna be honest, it's a little in doubt because we do have Endom Long. Shlong. <laughs> I mean, um, but yeah, man, Harry Kane for me too. Um, first ever United Spurs of America player of the season. Um, Mr. Tottenham himself. Um, I, I already talked about how much I love Harry Kane on last episode's um, podcast, but, and I'm probably going to say it, uh, I'm going to say my spiel again when he leaves, but um, yeah, man, I love him. He's so, he's so good. He's I've never, good I've never felt safer in anyone's arms or legs, depending how you look at it. Whenever they're stepping up to a PK, like, oh, whenever you know it's, it's you automatically Kane, know it's in the fucking, you know, the back of the net is going because he's fucking shoving it. And it's, it's just a beautiful thing. I'm going to miss it. <laughs> I mean, it's, Son takes some good, some yeah, good PKs. and then Deli Alley's taking some too. If Kane leaves, who's going to take PKs? Who, in your opinion, who needs to take PKs? Hugo. If Gareth Bale stays, I think it's Gareth Bale. Of course, I think you have to go either Gareth him or Bale. Son. But I don't know, bro. Son kind of looks nervous when he steps up to take PKs. Have you noticed that? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I feel nervous. When I I'm feel watching. nervous when anyone else besides Harry Kane's taking a PK. Yeah. So I don't know if it's maybe it's that, just that goes projecting. to show you how much I love Harry Kane. When literally anyone else is on the ball from the spot, I'm nervous. But when Harry Kane's on the spot, I know it's going in. You know it. Like there's even no doubt the, about it. Even if the keeper guesses the right direction, he's not stopping that thing. No. Nah. He's just deflecting it into a different angle. But it's still going in. What other awards you got for me? I think that's it, bro. Honestly, let's just name a player of the season. Um, Can we I, say? I just wanted. What about what a Robin? That? Like a you got a Batman and a Robin. What about a Robin of the season? Sony. Yeah. Come on, bro. Come on. Yeah. I know that. I just wanted to hear you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Our son. Um, hey, but for real, any final thoughts on on this 2020 2021 season? Um, I hope next year's better than this. I hope we have some stability with a coach. I hope we don't feel like, you know, the fan base gets torn in half like Jose out. I hope our players are comfortable. Have a lot of hopes for next year. I hope our jerseys are cool. Kind of disappointed that we didn't rock out with them new all whites. I thought we were supposed to for the last home game. I guess not. Everyone else got the memo except for us. Leicester was out there rocking their new jerseys. Liverpool was rock. Where's our new jerseys? What's our away kit going to look like? These are things I care about. If you can't tell, I am a kit man. Um, I have many kits behind me uh, for those of you listening. But I'm debating whether or not I want to buy a kit. I'm debating whether or not I want to give this club more money. If you buy it from the, these Thailand shops, it's super cheap. And Tottenham doesn't get any of that money. <laughs> Um. Yeah, man, it's been. It's just been a roller coaster of emotions of a season. Obviously, we were in first place at one point. Um, we were on top of the world, and I still have that screenshot, boy. Don't make me pull it up. 
when we're top of the league. Come on, I have it on my phone God, too. Yeah, to it just it seems like so far away now. Um, obviously, we had a different manager and things started unraveling after the Liverpool loss in January. Um, got knocked out of the FA Cup and the Europa League and then lost the Carabao Cup final. Um, knocked out of UCL contention. Didn't make Europa League. We made the Europa Conference League. Like, it's just... Nine games in. What a spiral. What a downward spiral. November 21st, 2020. At noon 30 my time, I took a photo. Tottenham Hotspur, top of the league. It's a long time ago. I was also whenever I was like, it'd be funny if Arsenal got relegated. Yeah. I was hoping. I was like, Man United was looking like one place behind us. They were in 14th. Yeah. I was like, it's come sad. on. I hope that they all get relegated. And instead, um, everyone except bum-ass Arsenal finished above us. So. Yeah, that's all that matters, right? As long as Arsenal finished below us where they belong. Um, we will have a uh, a player breakdown, end-of-season player individual evaluation. Um, that'll be the next episode of the pod where we'll kind of go through each player and keep or sell. Um, we'll go over our transfer wish list. We'll go over, um, hopefully we'll, we'll have a manager by the time we record this, um, to where we can have some actual transfer targets, but, um, you know, just kind of looking forward to, to next season, hopefully getting rid of all of the deadwood that's in our club, but, um, I guess it's looking bright in the future. It can only go up from here, man. We're actually getting a proper manager in, proper preseason, proper transfer window to hopefully get some players in. Um, we'll get to I watch love, the Euros. I love the optimism, but didn't Jose have a full fucking preseason? Yeah, but this manager is going to be more attacking-minded, apparently, so it's, it's going to at least be fun before the okay. heartbreak. Hey, it, even if we lose 3-4, but it's a fucking banger of a game, I'm okay with that. It's those... It's those... The 2-1s or the 1-0. 1-0 or, yeah, the 2-1s. The 2-2s. One oh, those are the ones where you're just dreading... Almost, you know... Like you the want game, the game to be over. Yeah, because... <laughs> You know, most of the game you're winning, and then you lose it there in the last 10 minutes. But, man, fucking West Ham. Holy shit. That's what I got to say. That's whatever, bro. It's whatever. It's Europa League. They're not going to win it. It's whatever. We're fine. As always, thank you guys so much for listening to the United Spurs of America podcast. As always, please follow us on Spotify, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you're interested in joining our Patreon, please consider supporting us as well. Any amount would be greatly appreciated. Um, We're definitely looking for more people to engage with us on social media as well. Um, Definitely appreciate all the support on there and all of the engagement. Um, As always, Jacob. Come on, you Spurs. And up the lads. Until next time, for Jacob, I'm Michael. Long as first.